before we get to the episode, I just wanted to shout out to my fellow podcasters. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. I want to give something back to you guys as well. If you're looking for sponsors, affiliate links, ads, go on podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot co. And use my code Divine Healing by D to sign up and find sponsors. That's podmetrics.co. Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today we're going to be talking about something that I have struggled with in the past and that is about timing and how to keep having faith and hope that things will work out the way you want and if they're not, then it'll it'll still be okay, you're strong. And I'm also going to talk about how to raise your vibration so you don't attract uh, negativity. And once you raise your vibration and, li- and live your most authentic self, then you won't have issues such as being sucked in by someone who's negative because you're so strong and you're so powerful that those people cannot even touch you. So I'll be going over that and a bunch of other things that I have been getting questions like from other people. So this is the time that we can just talk about everything and i hope you enjoy this episode it's just a combination of everything that i have been thinking about and talking about with others and hope it's useful so we are all energetic beings in this vibrational matching universe and like attracts like so using this arbitrary scale from zero to 100 low vibrations are below 50 and higher vibrations are above 50 so low vibrations attract people situations and environments and sadness pain discomfort anger frustration worry disconnection that all is associated with it so higher vibrations attract higher vibratory situations so like environment information joy gratitude flexibility feeling good and healthier environments in order to attract from a higher vibration you must raise your vibration so i'm going to give you some really simple ways to raise your vibration obviously number one meditate in less than 15 minutes a day you can start the process of healing your mind body and spirit just let go of anything that holds you back your chaos your chaos in your life chaotic mind allow your innate healing energy to just flow through you you have that ability please use it make sure you laugh every day you can start healing yourself just by laughing just let go practice gratitude make sure you manifest every day and here's one thing that a lot of people don't do tell a different story telling a different story is a process of raising your vibration from a lower vibrational thought into a higher vibrational thought it's a way of changing the story that your conscious and subconscious mind is telling you about your current past or future situation take that and adapt that to all the problems that you have whatever you're stressing about now you're probably not going to stress about it in five years a year five months from now tell a different story say that this is happening to you because it's supposed to happen to you if you have to and you really need to take a nap during the day take a nap during the day it's fine learn to play an instrument sit next to a tree with your shoes off be nice to everybody even just one person dance take a relaxing bath draw open up a coloring book and draw Play with animals, breathe deeply, read books that make you feel good, clean, declutter your home or workspace. You have to constantly be getting rid of things. It's really good for you. And also to make sure to take a break from your computer. So these are all some really basic ways to practice gratitude, raise your vibration, just practice law of attraction. So I think that every girl has been there probably a few times and I think there's like a stigma regarding men also being in that situation I think we can both be in this situation um we're lonely we glue ourselves to the first guy or girl who shows us some kind of kindness and generosity especially if um over time we've dealt with a lot of people that were flaky or not being so nice to us so I just want to 
tell this to the ladies out there first. Your white and shining knight wants to rescue the woman he thinks you are based on your energy. It's not the true you, okay? So you have to take your energy into account. And that's why Reiki comes in handy because it's a, you're able to adjust your energy and make yourself uh, stronger for the right person. If you're in a weak state, if you're in a vulnerable and negative state, you're going to attract somebody who doesn't really know what they want. Um, they're confused as well. They're probably in the same boat as you. You don't want that. You want to have the best energy to attract the best person for you. Okay, so in that situation, the guy will think you're the damsel, the one who needs the saving. Uh, he's blinded by his negativity and his ego to serve. But when we want to be with the right person, we don't want ego to be in the equation. We don't want any negativity, right? So he's not aware in that situation that a true connection stems from chemistry and vibration, okay? You're not vibrating high right now, so some things will be off. So I'm going to give some pointers to remember to avoid being fooled because I hate to see women and men in this situation that uh, they might fall for the wrong person because they're not vibrating high. So first trick is to raise your vibration, obviously. Say thank you every day. Watch your energy shift. Um, so when you're thankful, it puts you in a position of abundance and peace. And this is probably the one that helped me the most personally. And this is very, very hard because a lot of people are not aware that they are around toxic people. When you are in a negative state, you tend to just um, connect to people like that. Like the quote, like misery loves company. Um, sometimes it's hard to pull away from those people because especially if you're someone who's who has habits and really likes routine, you tend to lean on those people just out of comfort and not because they challenge you or they are positive people. Sometimes you're with your friends with certain people because you just, in a sad way, you enjoy listening to each other's sorrows and pain. And that's not how it should be all the time. Sure, as friends, you should be with for there for each other when you're in a tough place. But that's not something you want to be 100% of the time. So you must get rid of toxic people and energy. Stay away from people who make you feel any less than the powerhouse that you are. Negativity attracts negativity. Always choose to vibrate higher. Find new friends, friends who support, love, and cherish you. If you solely go to this one friend because she is a gossip and she knows everything about everyone and she doesn't contribute anything to your friendship, I would keep her at a distance or maybe cut ties with her because that's not someone you want around if you want if you have a friend who every time you go out with her she sits and cries to you about her family issues or her toxic relationship that's someone you need to keep space from so these are just examples and <coughs> you just want to be with people who are in the same boat as you and when i say same boat i mean i'll give Myself as an example, sometimes it's hard for people who don't have businesses to um, relate to me. So I f find it very comforting to be friends with people who have their own businesses, who are entrepreneurs. Um, I have nothing against people, the nine to five job, but just as long as they are understanding and open minded. So the next obvious step is to love yourself fully i know it sounds cliche but it's important once you love yourself fully a person's not going to be able to disrespect you they're going to be too scared to so you master your self-love i know that's like the number one thing everybody hears when they go and see somebody and ask like hey like why am i single i don't i don't know what i'm doing this and that and i've heard it <laughs> can't even count how many times I've heard it and I always thought it was so annoying and I used to be like I love myself of course I love myself guess what I did not and I don't really think that I know what it, I knew what it meant until recently but I did find myself ignoring a lot of red flags with people um, I knew that certain things wouldn't work but I just I tried anyway but that wasn't self-love i wasn't really valuing what i wanted in the beginning and i thought that that could change and that could grow over time but it really can't so 
uh, love yourself fully. Okay. And now self-care. I think that really connects to self-care. Whenever we mistreat or neglect ourselves, which I know a lot of us do, our vibration decreases. We must learn to treat ourselves with kindness and compassion. Okay, this is often going to be the core cause of any physical issue. And a lot of people who think that they're just, they're healthy, they don't have any issues, and all of a sudden something comes up and they wonder why. Could be from, could be stemming from lack of self-care and self-love. So I recommend to everybody to cultivate a lifetime practice of self-care. Get rid of negativity in your life. Surround yourself with positive people who only want the best for you. Eat well, colorful, and nutrient-rich foods. Make sure you exercise. Sweating a little every day is super important. And try to be around people who make you laugh and make yourself laugh. Those things are important. Healing begins with the choice to live. So let's get on to what a chronically low vibration can result in. A lot of physical issues. And those issues can be cured by raising the vibration to a level where the body can actually heal itself okay because if we don't commit to life and choose to be here our bodies get the message that there's no reason to heal so just choose your life choose to heal since your thoughts can either heal you or make you sick consciously choose healing thoughts that means don't say oh i feel like crap today oh i feel like an old lady today just say, oh, I'm not feeling my best today, but what can I do to make myself feel better? And if you know that movement helps you, get to it. Our habitual emotions determine the frequency of our vibration, okay? Well, obviously, joy, peace, enthusiasm create a high vibration. Chronic sadness, frustration, and anger result in a low vibration. Sometimes we cannot help to feel chronic sadness. We're probably grieving um, I see this in a lot of people who are grieving a loss. Um, they have a low vibration. And, you know, sometimes they need to stay in that low vibration for a bit to help themselves get to the higher vibration because through the darkness, we're going to see light. And through that experience, they're going to help other people. So sometimes it's necessary to feel that low vibration, but it's not necessary to stay in that for a long time. So I wanted to also add in um, the biggest way to raise your vibration and the most permanent, in my opinion, is finding your purpose. I think once finding your purpose in life, um, everything will align and life will be amazing and way more beneficial for you. And I think it takes people a long time to find their purpose. Some people might take well into like their late 60s, 70s to really know like what they're meant to do or maybe in their 40s. I mean, everybody has a different um, timeline. And I think the people who find it when they're younger are actually very, very special and lucky. And I just want some people to like, really understand like what it means to find your purpose. So I think it'll first start with like this feeling in your bones and in your soul. You might not be able to pinpoint it. It's going to cause you a lot of stress. Um, you might be on this search for years and years before it's going to start to fall into place. Okay, so I just want you guys to understand that this is going to be normal. And the best thing to do is work at improving your intuition and always show up for what shows up for you. Okay, make the intention to follow your intended path. So if you want to find out what your purpose is, you have to commit to it. And then this is very obvious but you're going to struggle and face challenges the purpose is your pain okay you're going to learn through challenges how to fight and survive you're going to constantly need to grow and change and walk this path because through doing that you're going to create a whole new way forward so you're going to obviously face a lot of people that are going to tell you that it's wrong or it's not um, beneficial for you it's money isn't there don't listen to them you're going to struggle a little bit but it's going to be worth it in the end next thing is something that i've tried a million times but it was really hard you won't be able to settle okay because sometimes you wish you could especially when things get rough and people get mean and you question why you can't just be normal okay this is more specifically for people in the spirit who are interested in the spiritual realm healers 
Um, normal doesn't exist. So those who know that they have a mission tend to lead unconventional lives because they have come here to lead in some way. Could be a thought leader or going to be... Or it's like being in service in another way that's going to fall outside societal norms. So like light workers, healers, mystics, um, something in you, it's not going to allow you to settle for mediocre. No nine to five job, okay? So even if there's a part of you that wants that routine and that security, you're not going to be fulfilled by it, okay? Uh, this is also something that I sometimes forget, which is so, it's terrible I'm not going to say forget to do, but like I forget the importance of it and how it can really hurt you as a healer. Grounding, okay? It's really necessary. You're naturally going to spend a lot of time in the upper chakras and you're going to forget that you have to stay grounded in the present moment, okay? So that's going to lead to issues around survival, safety, think like money issues or like unexplainable mental health challenges, those that are related to existential meaning, Okay, if you can connect to this, if this sounds like you, spend time in nature, do root chakra meditations. Um, the one thing that I tell my friends and family and my clients, of course, to do is to imagine a ray of white light going from the sky down into my crown and then all the way through my body and then separating to go out of the bottoms of my feet. And then I imagine it going through the floor, through the soil, down to the center of the earth and it's going to be tied around this imaginary rock. Physical activity and anything that does relate to nurturing your physical body, like getting a massage, using your favorite soaps, eating whole meals with root veggies is also really important. So if it comes from the ground, eat it. This is also something that um, people forget Others, other people won't get this, okay? Letting go is the skill that can be learned. Regardless of what your specific purpose is, if what I'm saying and like the first thing that comes in your mind, okay? There's going to be people who won't understand why you feel such a draw to something, okay? That's not practical. Might not be practical to them. And then it just doesn't seem to fit in to the normal, whatever is considered normal, and you don't have a choice in this. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to let those people go. Because if you stay small by staying with them or around them, you're always going to have that feeling that something's missing. And that something that's missing is what you were signed up to do. So you'll be pushed and nudged to see the truth of a situation until it'll be ripped from you if you don't listen, okay? So if it hurts, um, it's normal. It's not punishment. It's just the supportive of the new path that you must go on. So those people are around you to challenge you. They're not necessarily there for you in the long haul. Um, you just have to fight the urge to listen to them. Okay? This is also really important to remember that sometimes you're not going to want it um, or you won't get it. Um, some days I feel like I'm helping a lot of people and it feels amazing and I leave sessions feeling energetic and happy and fulfilled. And then other times I just feel low, especially if I'm doing a lot of work on someone. It could be taxing, it could be exhausting, but I just have to remember that feeling that I get after I leave somebody. Um, I'm an overthinker, I'm a warrior. No matter how much I overthink things, I always feel inspired and aligned because I know that I'm really meant to do this. If I have somebody tell me, maybe call me weeks, even months later saying, hey, remember when you said this? Remember when you said this? Well, you are right. There's no greater feeling than that. The feeling that I could help someone, it's great. A lot of people are not aware of how synchronicity could come into play when it comes to finding your purpose, but it's something that's <laughs> there for everyone. Um, you won't be able to give it up. So I always, it finds me, even when I feel like I'm quitting or like I want to quit, something will always pull you to give things another go. I always have that. You're going to be led to a new insight, new people, new mentors, situations, experiences. They will give you exactly what you need to keep going. It'll find you. You'll be given the info. 
or the encouragement that you need to keep going even when you're at the lowest so if i'm stuck on something i always just ask for a sign and i usually get it it can be anything so sometimes you could feel a little bit egotistical knowing that you have a mission and that you were put on this earth for a reason um it i mean i feel like a lot of empaths can say that this is their worst nightmare but I think that everyone, even if you're intuitive or you're not intuitive, you can see how the consciousness of this earth is increasing, especially with COVID. So we're trying to trust ourselves. We're trying to claim our power. We're leaning into all these different healing modalities and lifestyles that, you know, they're embracing the rest and ease and self-love and self-care. I just want to say that it's not egotistical to own that you have a mission. It's more like a responsibility and you really have to keep be accountable keep that in mind because you're not going to feel the call of what you're meant to do if it wasn't for a reason okay so you're part of something so much bigger you don't even understand i don't even no one understands we're we aren't privy to this big picture but can only show up for our role and trust that by showing up it's going to ignite something greater and that we're all big part of this big plan and it's it's great like even the unknown is amazing and i just want everyone to embrace these uh tips and i hope you find your purpose and i hope it leads you to a more fulfilling and amazing life okay so now some signs that you've actually found your purpose if you're a little confused and if you really want some confirmation number one you physically feel it number two your past clicks into place number three you feel inspired Number four, you've stopped wondering what your purpose is. Number five, you just know your gut is telling you. Number six, you feel connected and in tune. Number seven, money isn't everything. And number eight, opportunities happen. My favorite. I thought it'd be cool to just talk about happiness chemicals and how to hack them. This will also help raise your vibration. So first one is dopamine. It's the reward chemical. It is activated by completing a task, doing self-care activities, eating food, and celebrating little wins. The next is serotonin, which is the mood stabilizer. It is activated by meditating, running, sun exposure, walk in nature, swimming, and cycling. The next is oxytocin, or the love hormone. It's with giving compliments, hugging your family, holding hands, playing with a baby, or a dog. And then endorphin, the painkiller. It is laughter, exercise, essential oils, watching a comedy, dark chocolate, and exercising. So I'm going to give you guys 20 tips to stop your mind from overthinking because overthinking obviously lowers vibration. And this is the episode about how to raise your vibration and keep it high so you won't be fooled into thinking things are perfect when they're not. So let's start with one. Ask yourself, is this a productive thought? Number two, put things into perspective. Number three, know your body rhythm and schedule your activities accordingly. Focus on your five senses, what you can see, hear, smell, touch, and feel. Surrender the need to be perfect or omnipotent. Accept that you cannot change the past. Accept that you cannot predict nor control the future. Exercise, obviously. Accept that you don't have to understand everything. And then repeat phrases to calm or center yourself, like relax, peace, be still, I'm safe. Do only one thing at a time. This one I probably struggle with a lot. Number 12, acknowledge the problem but focus more. Consider what you're depriving yourself of by fantasizing and overthinking. Consider what you might have to feel if you stopped overthinking. Ask yourself, what is within my control? What is it? And then carpentalize worry time. Give yourself 15 minutes to worry, then move on. 17. Practice mindfulness. Be here now without judgment. 18. Practice deep abdominal breathing. 19. Take a class in improvising. Practice being creative and spontaneous in a supportive setting. And then number 20. Help someone else. I hope these tips can help you from overthinking
I also have Remy Stern. She is a life coach and we're going to discuss everything that this episode is about together. So I hope you enjoy her insights. She is so wise. She had a great point of view and I just loved learning from her. And I think it's just great to get another insight on something that a lot of people talk about. So I hope you enjoy it. So I'm Remy Stern. Um, I am Los Angeles, and I went to this really cool hippie high school that we sat around in a circle and talked about our emotions. Um, so it's kind of the foundation of how I got to where I am now. Um, we every year did a spiritual awakening trip in Ojai, where you go in a sweat lodge for like five hours. Um, so it's really ingrained in me. Now I live in New York City and just bringing this, you know, sharing about your emotions to a whole nother group of people. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more. Great, great. And like you were saying, you're newly married. Congrats. So that's probably going to tie in to what we're talking about today. And that's timing. And yes. I wanted to start with asking you how important do you think it is to know yourself before knowing what kind of spouse you want so the simple answer is extremely important period Mm -hmm. and I have obviously a lot of thoughts about it Um, of course it wasn't just like a simple easy path for me Um, there was ups there was downs thank god for both the ups and downs Um, and then, you know, marriage in itself brings its own ups and downs. So that's life. But first step is definitely knowing yourself. Um, I was actually told something a few years back that you can't play in a band until you learn how to play your own instrument. Oh, it's gonna, it's cool, right? So you got to learn how to play the guitar or the drums or whatever it is. Practice, it takes time in order for the band to come together. Um, so I really think probably the most important for oneself, the actual marriage itself, to know yourself. And when I think of knowing yourself, I think of values would mm-hmm. be the first word that comes to mind and like your vision. So really understanding like what you care about in the world, what makes you happy um what you want to give back to the world because like you could know you love going skiing you could know you love painting but really understanding like who you are and what you care about um you'll be able to go into a relationship with better understanding so that you guys can build a foundation in life together um so yes it is extremely important um last little thought that i that comes to mind with this is uh, there's a theory that like your souls are attached before you come into this world you and your soulmate um and it's kind of bizarre because the thought is that one plus one equals one so you Mm -hmm. you're 50 percent of a whole however like your time single should be spent filling up your 50 percent which your 50 percent is actually your 100 percent but then when it meets your other 50% that should be filling up its soul 50%, then it makes one big 100%. So it's kind of a weird concept, but filling up your hole before you meet um, your spouse is incredibly important. I love that. Well said. You you basically put everything that I, I talk about and I've talked about in previous episodes. That was just a beautiful little blurb thank you I love that thought that was great I'm so happy I mean I could go on and on I have a lot more thoughts about it um because I think it's probably the most important thing in life mm-hmm. and of course it's a work in progress like you're not going to be like yes. check I know myself and now I'm going to find my boyfriend girlfriend spouse whatever it is right. you're actually probably going to find the most when you're with your partner because um, it just brings out many different sides in you but to be on that journey before you meet someone is definitely incredibly important. Right. Like they mirror you. Exactly. In many ways. Right. Exactly. And if you're not open to being mirrored, then you're going to have to deal with a lot of insecurities and your flaws and you have to learn to accept them. 
Absolutely. I actually, it's funny you say, so I moved to New York four years ago. And mm-hmm. I said that New York City is like a mirror. So if you're feeling a little bit of anxiety, it's going to take that anxiety and throw it back to you. If you're feeling a little bit like happy and excited, it's going to take that happy and excitement and throw it back to you. So that's Absolutely. kind of like a marriage, like whatever little feeling that's deep down inside of you, it's going to be thrown back at you. So you're really going to have to face yourself. So you might as well learn who you are before these deep feelings with someone else. Absolutely. And could you say that you agree that we have multiple soulmates at different parts of our growth and different parts of our life? Because a lot of people ask and they just say, well, you know, I let mine go. I don't have mine anymore. I'm not going to meet anyone else I already had in my him or her. I lost her. I think that is a very complicated concept. Maybe Mm -hmm. soulmate in itself is incredibly complicated. You know, I Mm -hmm. just went into a marriage. So I'm hoping that this is my (laughs) one soulmate, let's say. (laughs) However, I had long-term relationships before. Mm -hmm. And whether or not you'd consider them soulmate, I think that each person in each relationship serves such a purpose in your life that like whatever the span it was, whether or not they're your soulmate, it came into your life for an absolute reason and purpose, taught you what you needed to learn. So you never have to like, let go look back you lost your one really that person like served that purpose at that time and they are with you no matter what their their lessons their experiences stay with you forever um but I I am gonna be honest I think Mm -hmm. that there is one soulmate and just Mm -hmm. last thought on the word soulmate um You know, a lot of people think your soulmate is your best friend, the person you have fun with and you laugh with and you cry with and you go on trips with. And that's great, but that's kind of describing a best friend. And if you're looking for a best friend in a marriage, you're kind of setting yourself up for like a rocky marriage. Um, A best friend, you should have that in your marriage, so you should be best Mm -hmm. friends. But really what a soulmate to me is someone who pushes you your counterpart who teaches you who's going to help you grow sometimes it's opposites attract so they are your Mm -hmm. counterpart and it could be different but it's going to help you grow like that's what this marriage is built on is growth and foundation not really best friends so let's say a relationship came and it was your best 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 friend that might Mm -hmm. not be your soulmate they could be kind of like a surface level soulmate but your your soul level of soulmate is one person who's here to help you just grow exponentially. Absolutely. I totally agree and connect to that. I I heard somewhere, I think it was, I don't know if it's, if this is from Kabbalah, but they say they become your soulmate once you step under the chuppah, but I don't know. I've heard that before. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation and I can go deep, I can go deep, deep, deep into that. I, I know a lot of information or I've been studying obviously marriage and chuppah and all of that Mm -hmm. a lot. But yeah, I I think that's where you guys combine into one. But before that, you're filling up your 50% and your other 50%. And then under the chuppah, you become combined. So it's very cool. Did you take bride classes? Of course. Sorry. (laughs) You did. You did. Great, great, great. I love this stuff. You love this stuff? It's funny because I've been told to like, I've been told by many people take it before you're even in that uh-huh. situation uh-huh. like you so, should take it when you're single the fact that you are asking me these questions is right. so perfect because in taking all of these classes I said why did I not learn this when I was single um oh, so the, okay. the concept cool. of like values like matching up your values with someone is huge mm-hmm. and you learn a lot there's so much you learn in these classes and I'd want to spend even an hour on that but um (laughs) like when you're single to understand and know your values and it's kind of a also big word to think of um you know sometimes in single culture right now I would say or at least from what I experienced is you think could I go have fun with this person um do we like similar things? Am I attracted to them? Do we have that spark with attraction? You know, like it's these things that we focus on maybe through movies, who knows, but 
really that's not what people should be looking for. You should be looking for someone who matches up, like say you want, you know, you want to have a family. And these are questions that in first dates seem insane, but like, you know, you want to have a family together. You know, you want to raise a family this way. You know, you want to travel the world or you want to give back X amount of money, or you want to focus on business. You know, like these are things that are important for a marriage, but people don't really think about in single years because it seems too serious and big but really that's what one should be looking for with fun dating should be fun but yeah so there's two sides to it and do you think that if we're single that we should go into it not caring that much to find someone or we have to care and actively work for it that is a fabulous question um because I would I was thinking about that when I was single too. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want a boyfriend. I want one really bad, but everyone tells you that when you are looking for it is when it doesn't happen. So you're supposed to act like you don't care. You don't want one. And that's when it happens. Um, And I hate to be. It's so true. It it drove (laughs) me insane because I was like, I want a boyfriend. I want to get married. And you're telling me not to want it. So I'm not wanting it because I want it. And this is just a downward spiral of disaster. Right. Um, But I have to admit, and I hate to admit this right now, but (laughs) that's how it happened for me in the end was I was feeling, it was a point in my life where I didn't love my job. It was like Mm -hmm. overeating a little bit and like drinking too much and playing that single game in New York City I felt gross. Like I felt in this downward mm-hmm. spiral. And so I said, no, 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 stop, which is what we're talking about before, which is first step yes. is your first step is yourself. And I actually cleanse my energy of food of boys. Actually, I said, I do not want to find a boy until I find I feel better about myself. It was like a I actively nice. I'd walk into these fundraisers and weddings and stuff that previously I was like, where's my boyfriend? Where's my boyfriend? And I didn't want to find someone until I got to a place. I was like, I feel solid in myself. And of course, Mm -hmm. once I made this decision within three weeks, I met my husband and I got a new job. And really, that's just about like living on your highest vibration and getting you there because then the universe will match that vibration. So just going back to whether or not you should care, 100% mm-hmm. you should care, but you should care to find the right person for you. Yep. I think people get stuck in this, not desperate, I don't like that word, but just wanting to find someone. So wanting everybody they meet to like them, whereas it has to be a, a back and forth, like you're interviewing them as a life partner as much as they are interviewing you with fun involved like never think of it as like strict 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 like make it fun but it is important to care to find the right person for you and we don't want to push that off and be like eh whatever like I don't care like you should care but Mm -hmm. care that it's the right person if that makes sense exactly yeah just like reword it a bit you should still care and what do you think are like your best tips and tricks to raise your vibration? What did you do at the time? Yeah, so good question. I mean, my answer to nearly everything in this sense mm-hmm. is self-love, which is also a loaded yes. a loaded answer because everyone wants to love themselves. Um, mm-hmm. How do you like genuinely feel it to the core? There's, there's a lot going on. There's body image stuff for a lot of women there's career there's all of this stuff that you want to feel good about yourself but how do you actually get there um and it's a work in progress another one of those things but you know they say that like we're the person that we talk to most in our life and like yeah we we should be our best friend and the way that you talk to your best friend should be the way we talk to ourselves. however we often look in the mirror and we say ew what's wrong with your legs what's wrong with this what's wrong with that like you would never say that to a best friend. So really just nope. becoming your best friend. And there's definitely ways to do that. Um, but I think the second step in after like working on loving yourself or with that, mm-hmm. also just trusting and surrendering, knowing that what vibration you put yourself at 
the universe is matching you and it, it's got you and it's, it's holding your hand and it's carrying you on this journey and the answers are there like your your person is there just trusting a little bit because if you're anxious you don't trust the universe you don't love yourself in the process then your vibration is going to be low but to find this self-love this trust and like it's not easy stuff for me a huge thing that works is journaling um back then the four years or three years ago whenever it was I got into the five minute journal the gratitude Mm. one and I loved it it gave me a routine to start trusting the universe start investing myself so little five minutes a day like so journaling really has helped me to get to that process meditation has grown in my life it took a while but now I I do do it every day but really Mm -hmm. to find what works for you to say I can either sit on the couch right now and eat whatever or I can get up and go to the yoga class or for a walk, or today sitting on the couch feels good. So it's really just like creating that relationship with yourself and the universe and vibrations will just come flowing your way, happy and healthy and amazing. I love that. Absolutely. Totally agree. So unfortunately, a lot of guys and girls have a negative mindset when it comes to love. Why do you think that? Yes. So, you know, it is, a, of course, a generalization that that's the right. case. And it might be more present in a certain age group. Um, yes. But I'm going to give a very brutally honest answer. And if other, and this is a generalization, again. Yes, people yes. Don't, sorry, I should have said. No, no, but yes, this is a exactly. generalization on my answer Oh, you well. are? It's also mine, too. Yes, so. I don't want to offend anybody, but. <laughs> exactly. Because it's just our experiences, right? The answer could potentially it's not going to offend people because there's all types of people and this this is just a cultural thing that I've noticed comes up in younger people but that is called Mm -hmm. the hookup culture um Mm -hmm. I think people (laughs) find love and finding someone they equal it to the hookup culture to what used to be going to bars going to clubs seeing someone you're attracted to sorry hopefully they're also attracted to you you go up you talk you go home you you know get involved in whichever way you get involved and then you like find out if you like each other like this is a way that we see finding love and it's kind of setting people up for failure and so of course you're going to have a bad mindset about relationships and love specifically for women I'm making the biggest generalization, (laughs) but often it doesn't feel fabulous to have a situation with someone one night, one day, whatever it is, and to wake up the next day and to never hear from this person again. So this hookup culture is not, yes, I I didn't have fun with it. And (laughs) thank goodness I caught that early and knew that that's not the type of relationship I wanted. Um, So, but you really can get into you know, a, a spiral of like, that's, that's the way the world works. It's this hookup culture. It's fun. And it, it, it is maybe fun, or maybe we're convincing ourselves it's fun. I'm not sure, but finding a relationship, love, all of this marriage, which is, I think, the goal for most people, even if they're not admitting it, mm-hmm. it's a very deep thing. <laughs> right. It's very deep. And I think we've made it too casual. And by doing that, it makes the process actually not as fun as we hoped it would be so I think it it, you want it to be fun you want dating to be fun Mm -hmm. you want finding your partner to be fun you have to do it with intention go on dates drink some wine dance around those are all amazing things to do but in the process do it with intention um, knowing Mm -hmm. that what you want who you are who the other person is in the situation and have fun while you do it. But I think the negative emotions come from how casual we've made dating to be. And that shows, it by is. the way, that shows mm-hmm. in marriage because in the United States, I think it's like 60% of people get divorced. And I think it's 60 now. It, I thought it was 50. Something around there. It is unfortunate, mm-hmm. whatever the number is. And I know it's very sad. And I think it it just shows as well in a marriage, sometimes people's mindset are, 
is this working? Do I still love you? And of course, divorce mm-hmm. is in place for a reason. Like I'm not discounting divorce, but right. if I'm not mistaken, it shouldn't be 60%. So no, just this casualness not. of love, marriage, dating, I think actually sets people up for hurt and sadness. And it should just be taken a little bit more serious or with more intention. Right. It also comes to show there are couples that can date for six months and be happily married for like mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 years. And then we can have couples who date for, I don't know, six, seven, 10 years and maybe just get divorced after six months. And it's all about the work you put into exactly. it. Exactly. So two part, I agree. The work you put into it. One, I would say you can find out if someone's going to be your person pretty quickly mm-hmm. when you talk about values and vision. If, if oh, you yeah. start a relationship with physical and then seeing if you guys have fun and like each other and then talk about values, that could be a six year long relationship that fails because your values weren't matched up. If you sit down right. and figure out what you both want, that could take literally two weeks. I don't recommend two weeks, but um, <laughs> right. but it, it really is just a mindset shift and then investing for sure. Like however much you invest in a relationship, however much you put in, you're going to value it more. So there's a lot of workings to relationships, but it is an investment, I have to say. Totally. And do you think it's important for people to actually know what their purpose is in their life, like with their job to help them find their person? Is that important? Or do you think that person can just help them find it? Well, purpose is another big idea. Like what is Mm. your purpose is it your job amazing it could be is it to help people who knows what your purpose is it's very it's hard to figure it out I actually in my life coaching program that I give to people I have a really fun way of at least putting it into words which is it's cool you leave feeling more clear on it but you're never gonna like be like ah I found my purpose you know like it's, mm. there's a lot to it it's a big puzzle of purposes but if I like to think that everyone's here for a reason and that everybody does have yes, a purpose we are so finding your purpose before you meet the one again you should be on the journey I think uh, yes. trying to figure out your purpose from my experience I found that in my marriage, I actually learned oh, so much more about my purpose, and I'm just continuing to learn. But I was on the journey. I really was. And it can look different to other people. But, you know, I, I think what I do in my session of finding purpose, and a few of them, is really cool because you want to know yourself better. It's going back to knowing yourself, to loving yourself. And, to, and if, you, right. if you feel like you have a purpose and you feel like you're living out your purpose, you might like sway a little bit, you might like stumble a little bit, you're never going to fall. Like whatever situation that comes your way, you're going to be like a strong tree with deep roots. And you'll be able to just stand tall and the wind will never push you over. So purpose is incredibly important. It is a huge topic, a huge, huge, huge topic. I think career is incredibly important. It is how we like, apply ourselves um it's hard because sometimes it takes a while to pinpoint what your career is you have to work hard there's going to be good times and bad times so career of course purpose of course it's really just learning about yourself finding every possible way to invest in yourself and love and your love yourself because if we're going to talk about relationships with others we first have to look at at our relationship with ourselves so that falls into purpose well absolutely oh i love that love that so i think this is the time where i should probably ask you remy what would you tell your 21 year old self (laughs) great question and probably a lot honestly a lot yeah um i think i would really focus on telling that self first it's gonna work out and still Mm. telling myself now it's gonna work out like something's got your back and I I know that when I was 21 I was like who's my person gonna be I wish I could just look at the the little what's it called like um a glass globe or whatever crystal ball there we go glass (laughs) globe crystal ball and know who I'm gonna end up with like I wish I could just look and know 
but the beauty is that that discovery process and it is going to work out I never thought I was going to be where I am now and I'm so happy and like it's 10 times better than what I thought so I wish I could look back and be like it's gonna work out everything's gonna be better than you even imagine right now because you did the work you did the work that's why it's better I I hope so but enjoy the ride enjoy the ride because you know it's a huge thing where people go when I when I get a boyfriend I'll be happy Mm -hmm. when I get engaged I'll be happy when I get married I'll be happy when I like it you know we're always saying like that next step is when we're gonna be happy and work if I when I get promoted I'm gonna be happy even when I get the job I'm gonna be happy have you ever wanted a job and then you get to the job and it comes with so many responsibilities and this and that. And you're like, wait, why did I want this job to begin mm-hmm. with? Like each step comes with hardships. Trust me. Yes. Marriage comes with hardship. Like I've, I'm only four months in now and there are hardships. Um, relationships come with hardships. Single comes with hardship. Yeah. So you might as well sit in the place that you're at and enjoy the entire experience. Because you're going to keep pushing that bar up as to what's going to make you happy. So you got to enjoy the process. You know, I, looking back on being single, there's a lot I wish I, I knew. I wish <laughs> these marriage yeah. classes that we're talking about, I wish I knew mm-hmm. all of that information of who I wanted to be with, of who I was. And, and I, I think I did some of that work. Um, you can always do more. But just like settling in and trusting and surrendering because it is going to work out better than you can imagine. Love it. And would you say that to other people right now who are single and trying to find their person? Oh my gosh, of course, of course, of course. And it can be daunting and it can be scary. You could feel like you're in the middle of this big sea and you don't see any like land. So you're just swimming in circles. Um, But the land is there. Just keep on swimming in the direction you want to go. Like, reassess your path keep looking at what's working what's not working learn what's serving you and what's not if things aren't serving you it's a hard process but you gotta let go of certain things and shift directions and as long as you're walking down this path and you are but it helps to be more intentional and aware of your path um amazing things are coming each step of the way trust the universe and do what you can to get on that high vibration because it's just going to match that vibration so well um but yeah it's it's gonna work out it's gonna be unbelievable each step of the way so why not enjoy this step right now wonderful that was great Remy thank you can you tell everybody what kind of coaching you offer where they can find you plug yourself absolutely so I offer a very happy broad coaching let's say it's really for anybody who's at the place in their life that they're feeling stuck and a little defeated and feel like they're almost like running into a wall and Mm -hmm. can't get over it um we're gonna meet you where you're at uh we're gonna obviously it's important to know how you got there so the past is important but we don't sit and focus and dwell on it too much Mm -hmm. we look at actually where you want to go and usually something is stopping you you know like it and it it really isn't it's just you've got to walk around it it's a little obstacle but we discover what this obstacle is and we get you over it to get you to where you want to go so this really could be in many different ways um it could be relationships career self-love health but in the end of the day it's it's a lot deeper than what you're really looking for you're really looking for purpose and mindfulness and self-love and all of this so the main focus is let's get you to where you want to go forward thinking forward looking results based you can find it on levybyremy.com it's l-e-v-v-i by remy r-e-m-i.com my instagram is also levybyremy um the website's there and you can set up a free 30-minute discovery call So completely free, see how we'll get you to where you want to be and see if it's going to work for you right now in your life. And so really lots of different places, but my website, my Instagram are probably the best two places to find me. Rami, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait for people to hear this and can't wait to collaborate with you in the future and just like see you, see your business grow and just see where life takes us. 
Thank you. Same with you. You've got an amazing business and it's really fun working with you. Thank you, Remy. Take care. You too. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye-bye. So regarding finding your purpose and being your highest vibrational person, I want you to try this exercise and let me know if it really helps you. It's going to be called Strengths and Qualities. So get out a piece of paper, divide it into four groups, label the first one Strengths, the second one Qualities, the third Weaknesses, and the fourth Flaws. And I want you to number each of these groups from one to seven. And under strengths, you're going to write down what strengths do you possess that will help propel you into success. So then list them. And then under qualities, you're going to write what qualities do you possess that will help propel you into success. Write those down. Third, under weaknesses, what flaws do you possess that could deter you from the right path? Label one through seven and write them down. Flaws. What flaws do you possess that could deter you from the right path? This exercise is meant for you to become more aware of what you're doing, give you more confidence on your great qualities and your strengths, and then also become self-aware about your flaws and weaknesses. Like, Don't do something that you're probably not the best at. Find what you really, really are good at and just go from there. And so throw in some great questions that you can ask yourself so number one would be what do you enjoy doing what sparks flow for you number two what do you have to offer to the world number three what would your ideal life look like So these are some great questions to ask yourself as well under this list. And then every so often, tune into this, read it, uh, touch base with yourself, see where you are, and see how it's going for you. I also want to discuss the point of when a relationship that you thought was going to last forever ends suddenly and you're kind of just... uh, confused as to why when you really had so much faith into it and you're like this is my person this is my person but either certain insecurities within yourself or that person uh, holds you off from actually ending up with one another so just I recently dealt with this I was listening to somebody talk about how they were so um they were intertwined with the family they traveled together it was just something so easy for him but at the same time they had a lot of problems so I asked that person I said why do you still want to end up with that person when you're not really speaking of them that highly and you have all these issues and then it comes to the point of ego my ego was shot I don't know I never got the answer I never got the just you know, validation that I needed from that person. So why do you want to be with that person that you're speaking so badly of to another person that you you barely know? And second, you're just talking about how tumultuous the relationship was. You have to get your ego and put it aside when it comes to relationships. You can't come from a place with ego. Put your ego aside and then you'll learn that, hey, there's somebody out there better than you. It's not going to be better than that person I mean and you know it's obviously not always going to be like rainbows and unicorns but at the same time it should feel easy it should feel right so if you are going to end up with that person just like give it time there's probably somebody else you need to meet or some other situation or an incident that needs to happen for you to kind of just like wake up and recognize that person because all these people that we get to know and talk to and date they're only preparing us for that person we're meant to be with so i'm just trying to say don't rush it please just go with the flow don't put so much um, importance on it just live your life become the best person you can be the best version of yourself and that person is literally going to be drawn to you like a magnet
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.